Happy Juneteenth! In the United States, June 19th commemorates the end of slavery. You know, this was accomplished by the Emancipation Proclamation and the four-year-long Civil War, which ended in 1865. Over 620,000 soldiers were killed, and many, many more than that were injured, and many civilians were injured and killed. And, um, and the whole war was uh, fought over whether to keep slavery or to end slavery. So obviously slavery was ended, and it's truly a day to celebrate and be thankful that that uh, horrible practice ended in our country. Also, I would like to wish all of the dads out there and the stepdads and the foster dads a very happy Father's Day. I would especially like to thank my husband for being such a great uh, dad to our kids, Paul, Carrie, and BJ. Uh, being a great stepdad takes an untold reservoir of love and patience, and Terry has been absolutely, absolutely, totally, and completely super and he is just wonderful, and I appreciate him, and I love him for everything he's done. You know, Billy Graham has said, a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. Fathers are so important. Have you ever noticed that on Mother's Day, mothers are often praised and applauded and encouraged? Then a month later, when Father's Day comes along, uh, dads are thanked, all right, but they're often reminded of their responsibilities and duties as a father. I see that in uh, emails that I get about sermon ideas or on websites or blogs. You know, on Mother's Day, it's all kind of gooey-ooey, wonderful, you know, kisses and loves for mothers. And on fathers, it's like, this is your responsibility and this is how you need to do better and this is how you need to influence your kids. It's all, it's all kind of, uh, it's just kind of very different. Sometimes the differences are real subtle and sometimes they stick out like a sore thumb and I think it's kind of sad. Uh, last year at a higher standard women's ministry meeting, we talked about Proverbs 31 and uh, that chapter talks about the so-called ideal or virtuous women virtuous woman. Um, many of you have probably read that chapter, and if you're a woman, uh, aspire to be like that woman, or if you're a husband, um, aspire that your wife was like that woman, or if you're a single man, hope to that you would find a woman to be like, like her to be your wife. But you know, there's no woman out there that can possibly be like that. And if you've never read that, uh, I encourage you to read it. It's Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31. And that uh, chapter, that uh, book, that chapter in the Bible, Proverbs 31, was written by a man named Lemuel. And one of the things that I, I learned about that portion of Scripture that is very interesting was that in Jewish culture, men memorized that portion of Scripture and they sang it as a song of praise to the women in their lives, their wives, their daughters, their sisters, their mothers, and their friends. Some Jewish men sang it to their wife every Sabbath. In other words, that portion of scripture was a love song to women to express how wonderful they are and what a blessing they are. And wouldn't that be a, a wonderful thing to also do for the men in our life? You know, it provided for them a fun way to celebrate all of those daily acts of faithfulness 
exhibited by the women in their life. And so um, I'm just going to kind of kind of do the same thing for men here. We also learned that um, those verses um, make an acrostic. And what that means is each verse starts with a sequential letter of the alphabet. In, in this case, it's the Hebrew alphabet. And there were 21 letters. There's 21 verses. And it served as a tool for uh, Lemuel and the Jewish men to remember the verse. In other words, if it was in English, A would stand for apple, but it was in the Hebrew language, so it's different. So as I was praying about this message, uh, I thought about the fathers at Summit Church and the other fathers that I know and how wonderful they are and the different qualities that they have that I really admire. So I would like to use the letters of our alphabet to describe what I've seen in the good fathers out there and um, the wonderful good qualities that I've seen in them. So I'm going to start, and I want you to know that I might be talking about you. So here we go. Mr. A is available. One of the kids in in our church, Summit Church, told me, he said, my dad listens to me. And that that just blew me over because that is one of the most important things that a father can do is actually listen to his children. And um, I could say a lot about that that I won't say right now, but that is a treasure, being available to your kids. Mr. B is Bible-based. He knows the Bible. He lives the Bible. He speaks the Bible, and he teaches his children the Bible. You know, um, that is so important. Uh, Mr. B not only um, goes to church and carries his Bible, but he demonstrates the love of Christ in everything that he does. Mr. C is connected with his kids. He counsels them and is caring. You know, uh, parental connectedness is the number one factor in preventing girls from engaging in premarital sex and indulging in drugs and alcohol. So being connected, fathers that are connected with their kids are, are, are just providing such a great service for their future to keep them out of trouble. Now you're all gonna like this. The men are gonna like this, the women aren't gonna like this. D, Mr. D is daring. You know, it's, it's a pretty well-known uh, observation that moms protect kids and dads challenge their kids. You know, dads want their kids to uh, jump jump from the highest rung of the ladder, and moms don't want them to do that. So uh, dads really are, are good at pushing their kids to stretch their limits, and uh, kids need those challenges. A lot of times when, um, when especially boys are brought up by single moms, they don't benefit from that. So it's really good to have a daring dad, as long as they're safe. <laughs> E, Mr. E, is enthusiastic and encouraging. I have seen so many really enthusiastic and encouraging dads out there. And uh, it's just um, contagious. Their enthusiasm is just uh, contagious to their kids, and that's so exciting. Mr. E is also exciting. Mr. F is faithful to God, to his wife, and to his children. 
you know, if if Mr. F is not faithful to God, he can't be faithful to his wife or, his two, or faithful to his kids. But Mr. F is faithful. He honors God. He honors his word. He honors his wife, and he honors his children. He uh, does what he says he's going to do. He uh, tells the truth, and he sticks by his family. He's faithful. Mr. F is faithful. Mr. G is God-centered. God is the center of his life, and everybody can tell it. Um, he's a man of prayer. He's a man of integrity. And I hope that I don't mess up one of my upcoming ones, but uh, Mr. G is God-centered. And he doesn't put his children first. He doesn't put his wife first. He doesn't put his work first. He doesn't put sports first, but he puts God first. Mr. H is hardworking, and he's also honorable. He's honorable in all the things that he does, and it's, he just stands above and beyond all the people around him because he's honorable. And I already said this, but Mr. I has integrity. He, um, he's such a good example to his children because he walks above and beyond the fray because he has integrity. Mr. J is joyful and jolly. Uh, I just love being around fathers that are, are uh, joking and joyful and jolly. They're not serious all the time. They can tell jokes with their kids, with uh, their kids. They can laugh. They can play games. They can rough and tumble. They can be jolly and they can be joyful. K, Mr. K is kind hearted. He has a tender heart. He can empathize with his children when they're hurting. He, um, he can listen. He can care. He's very kind and tender with his children. And he also has a kind heart for people outside of his family. Mr. L is a leader. He leads his family. He leads his family with love. Mr. M is mature and he's also a mentor. Um, you know, it's great to have a father that is mature, not an immature father. You know, an immature father would always be wanting uh, everything to surround about him and uh, want all his needs met first. But a mature father puts the needs, needs of his family for, first. And a mature father is interested in mentoring his family. I'm going to read this to you. Uh, this was a post by Phil Stern on Facebook. A true father is going to let children live around him in his home, discipline and teach them, fight to mold them until they know all he knows and more. His goal is to make them better than he is, to go further than he has gone, and to help them hit the mark their lives have been designed for. Being their mentor, who is number one, and being their friend later in life is number two. So I thought that was really good. Uh, Mr. N is noble. Um, noble means having or showing fine personal qualities or high moral principles and ideals. So everything he does, he's showing his children and his wife that um, he's not going to cheat. He's not going to steal. 
He's not going to uh, watch things on televisions that television that are not noble. He's going to just have really fine personal qualities. Mr. O is outstanding. You know, I have just seen so many outstanding dads. I just, um, I'm so proud of some of the dads that I know and all these qualities that I've talked about just show how outstanding they are. Mr. P, he's a priest. And what that means, it means that he goes to God on behalf of his wife and children and prays for them and pre presents to God his request. He intercedes in prayer for them. And Mr. P is also peace-loving. He wants peace in his family. He doesn't start up arguments and, and stir up strife in his home, but he's very peaceful. Mr. Q. Mr. Q is questioning. Who are your friends? Where are you going? What are you learning? What do you think? You know, this, this shows a really involved father. Um, this is really important. You know, there are fathers that, you know, don't, you know, have a 14-year-old girl or whatever and don't, don't even ask who they're going out with or when they're coming home or, or anything about the boy or the friends or whatever, and, and kids can get into trouble. But uh, a really good father is questioning all the time, and the kids don't like it. And they don't appreciate it, but it will have great, great benefits, and it will put parameters around the kids, and it will show uh, kids how much uh, the parent really cares about them. So Mr. Q, wonderful father, is a questioning father. Mr. R rests, R-E-S-T-S, -S. Mr. R rests. He knows the value of rest and recreation and he involves his family in just taking a break, putting his feet up, watching the scenery, taking a deep breath, um, watching the breeze blow, watching the birds fly by, playing board games or, or baseball or, or, uh, or whatever kind of sports or, or swimming or the, the uh, Mr. R knows how to rest, read a book. And that, uh, you know, is really good. Kids need to see a balance between work and rest. And to go right along with that, Mr. S is a Sabbath keeper which goes along God-instituted rest as part of the important part of our week that we need to rest and also take a, a day to honor God, and Mr. S does that. Mr. T, can you guess what it is? Mr. T is trustworthy. And um, I've seen so many dads that it's just so wonderful how honorable they are that they tell their kids something and they keep their word and their children um, absolutely have total and complete trust in them. Mr. U is understanding. Um, understanding means having or having uh, comprehension or able being able to sympathize with somebody. And, um, this is really important for a father when children are talking about their problems or, or uh, relationships that they have a dad that understands them. And I've seen so many dads that their children feel so comfortable talking to them. V, 
Valor, Mr. Valor. He has great courage in the face of danger, especially in battle. You know, uh, as fathers, there's many times that uh, a father has to stand up in battle uh, for their family, um, whether it be spiritual battle, battles that the, just the devil's coming against them in many ways or, or, you know, battles against, you know, things that happen in families or neighbors or, or in political arena or in sickness or disease. And uh, Mr. V, full of valor, stands up and uh, fights for his family, fights the, for the good and the best for his family. Mr. W is wacky. How many of you know wacky fathers? Boy, I know a lot of wacky fathers, and they're a lot of fun to be with. And kids need to have a wacky time at home. And I love wacky fathers, and I know a lot of them, and I just think they're fantastic. Now, Mr. X, that was a hard one because the words that start with X are kind of uh, unsuitable, actually, to describe a father. So I just picked for X, extra special. Fathers are extra special. Why? If I can get this one, why? Mr. Y is yielding. He's flexible. He's submissive to authority and obedient to God. He's yielding to God. And in, in family relations, a lot of times uh, we all have to be yielding to each other. And Mr. Y is yielding. Now you're going to like this one. <laughs> and all fathers will say Amen. Mr. Z is zonked because after all those things that I talked to him about, he's tired. So Mr. Z is zonked. So there are some great qualities of fathers that I've seen in people. Uh, I've seen so many great fathers and so many great qualities in them that um, a lot of times I'm just so blessed at, at how wonderful different fathers are. And if there's some qualities that you've seen in your father or fathers around you, just put them in the comments below. And be sure to thank and appreciate the fathers in your life. And if you enjoyed this message, I just ask that you like it and share it with the people around you. And um, also thank your, you know, it's not just natural fathers, but stepfathers and also your spiritual fathers that watch out for your spiritual life. And I hope you enjoyed this today, and I hope to see you on Sunday. And Pastor Terry is going to continue uh, teaching on blessing, and we all like blessing. We all like to be blessed and learn how uh, God wants us to be blessed and to stay inside that blessing. So you all have a great day, great evening if you're watching this in the evening, and we'll see you hopefully on Sunday. Bye-bye.